stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Folks, today is uh, the 6th of March, if you're keeping score. Uh, we are about a month and a half away, just over a month and a half away from the tax deadline. April 30th is uh, when the deadline is to file your federal taxes. And the reason I bring that up today is because we had a pretty awful story involving the Canada Revenue Agency. And it's not the first time we've heard stories like this. We have to put, obviously, we have to put a lot of, uh, not just trust, but, but power, basically, into the tax agency. And the whole concept is we need people to pay their taxes. We need people to be honest about what they're earning, what they're claiming, all of this, because we, we depend on it. Right? Our governments need revenue. This is how we generate revenue to function as a society, et cetera, et cetera. That's kind of the whole premise, the bargain we sign on to. Part of that bargain needs to be, however, that we are dealt with fairly and that the Canada Revenue Agency has a duty of care when it comes to dealing with taxpayers. Now, I, I got to be honest, I've never had uh, a bad dealing with uh, the Canada Revenue Agency. I've never had to, to go through the ringer, never had to be audited. Nothing like that. You know, I do some freelance work. I try to make a point of ensuring everything I'm earning, I'm claiming. I don't want to run into this problem. I had to deal with a friendly gentleman at the Winnipeg office a few months ago. I had some questions about some some things I had claimed or filled in. And uh, it was a rather pleasant experience. Or not a painful experience. Let's put it that way. So I've been fortunate. Maybe a lot of you have been fortunate. But here's the thing. There are a lot of Canadians who have not been so fortunate. One of the stories uh, that I followed for for a number of years, and this is a story that dragged on, in fact, for almost 20 years, was the case of uh, Irvin LaRue. And it was a case that was resolved a couple of years ago, and I think it really kind of established some of these points here in terms of what the obligation of the Canada Revenue Agency is. Uh, this is a guy back in 1996. Uh, the Canada Revenue Agency concluded that he owed $1 million in back taxes. Uh, and he strenuously disagreed with that uh, and be, you know, begun on that process to, to defend himself or at least get the CRA to, to lay out for him what the issue was here. Along the way, they lost somehow a lot of his documentation but insisted that he owed the money anyway, started seizing his assets. Uh, he went to court to fight that. And even though he was unsuccessful in getting the CRA to pay up millions of dollars, he was found to be in the right. The CRA was found to be negligent, that they failed in their duty of care. Now, we'll get to this latest story we heard about today. Uh, but let's go back. This is from uh, January 2016, at the end of Irvin LaRue's saga. And the $10 he paid to cover the legal costs of the CRA. Irvin LaRue's two-decade-long, multi-million-dollar battle with the Canada Revenue Agency came to an end in B.C. Supreme Court today. Both sides have reached a deal. The 72-year-old has agreed to pay the CRA $10. I can honestly say I'm, 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 I'm pleased that it's over, but I'm disappointed at the, at the results. LaRue's story goes back almost 20 years when the Prince George businessman was audited by the CRA. The government concluding he owed a million dollars. LaRue said he did nothing wrong, he wasn't paying. They took out a writ to seize and sell 
all my assets. His RV park, land, houses, about $4 million in assets, gone, says LaRue. So he took the government to court. You can go through the system, but they'll bury you. They'll eat you alive. You, the average taxpayer does not have the funds to fight. Even though LaRue was unsuccessful in getting the Canada Revenue Agency to pay him millions of dollars in financial losses, he is hailed as a bit of a Canadian hero. Mr. LaRue has blazed a trail for us um, when it comes to what CRA owes uh, every taxpayer that they audit, that they work with. So uh, to him, we owe him a, a debt of gratitude. Gratitude because in 2014, a judge ruled the CRA was essentially negligent and owed LaRue a duty of care, even though the court ruled against awarding him money for his losses. This court case is of particular importance because it gives the public a tool to bring the, the government to account for that kind of behavior. The CRA did not return our call. As for LaRue, he walks away from this fight broke, but not broken. Never in the history of Revenue Canada now have they been held to a duty of care where they have to get it right. That's huge. Before they just run amok, they can't do that anymore. I think what it shows is the little man can still make a difference. All right, so that from two years ago, that was Irvin LaRue at the end of his long legal saga with the Canada Revenue Agency, which brings us to today in the case of Tony and Helen Samaru of Nanaimo, in a case that goes back 10 years to June of 2008. As Irvin LaRue said there, the CRA can't just run amok anymore, although in some cases it seems as though they try to. So back in 2008... Tony and Helen Samaru, they operated a restaurant, a nightclub, a motel in Nanaimo, and they were charged with 21 criminal counts of avoiding taxes. According to the CRA, the two had skimmed $1.7 million from their restaurant. This got to trial in April of 2011. They were acquitted of all charges. So they fought back. They sued the Canada Revenue Agency and an ad hoc prosecutor who was involved in the case or malicious prosecution. So now, finally, we've got the results of that lawsuit, the ruling in this case, and it's pretty damning for the CRA. Uh, this is from the Vancouver Sun. In his ruling on the case, B.C. Supreme Court Justice Robert Punnett found the agency was liable uh, for the actions of the senior investigator and other employees. The conduct in this case was high-handed, reprehensible, and malicious, Behavior of Ms. Kendall, respecting the suppressing and misstating of evidence, deserves rebuke. It offends the court's sense of decency and was a marked departure from conduct expected of an individual in his position and an agency such as the CRA. The judge added the conduct of the CRA was highly blameworthy as it engaged core values in society and the checks and balances that exist when invoking the power of the state against the individual. Right? And that's why these cases matter, because this could be any of us. And I get that we have this trade-off. We accept that an agency like the CRA is going to have remarkable power. But they can't run amok, as Irvin LaRue put it. Uh, the judge went on here, quote, As noted earlier, the charges never should have proceeded, given that it was clear prior to charge approval that additional evidence was required to meet the charge approval standard. Mr. Kendall knew the necessary evidence was not available. From the company bookkeeper, the conduct of Mr. Kendall, again, this is a senior investigator with the Canada Revenue Agency, his conduct was reprehensible. Evidence was concealed. 
In fact, it goes on to say that the CRA employees looked forward with unprofessional glee to an anticipated conviction and sentencing of the Samaroos and their resulting ruination. It is appalling that the incarceration of the plaintiffs would be joked about. Uh, The pair have been awarded a million dollars in damages here, folks. The judge found the prosecution had irrevocably damaged the couple's reputation and brought it into their desire and ability to pursue further development and growth of their business. The plaintiffs are entitled to substantial compensation for their suffering with respect to their humiliation, loss of self-confidence, loss of self-esteem, stress, damage to their reputation, and the impact that has had on their business and personal lives. This is the power the CRA has as well. Not just to ensure that people are being honest and forthright when it comes to paying their taxes, but the power to destroy lives. And in this instance, it would seem as though that power was abused in the worst way. So charges brought forward against two people that never should have been brought forward, a complete exoneration of these two. But the CRA concealed evidence, suppressed evidence, and was gleeful at the prospect of ruining these people. I mean, how on earth does that kind of thing happen? That's what's so terrifying about an agency like this. As I say, I've never had any kinds of dealings with the CRA that come anything close to that. Hopefully, most of you never have. But we've got the stories out there. People like Irvin LaRue, now the story of Tony and, and Helen Samaru, and how many others? So let's hope that this time a lesson is learned. It's not just enough, as we saw in the Irvin LaRue trial, uh, to have the CRA schooled, to have the CRA kind of wrapped on the knuckles for their conduct. Here we have a case where the verdict couldn't be more clear about the misconduct by the CRA. And the fact that these two individuals have been awarded a million dollars in damages because of the conduct of the Canada Revenue Agency should shock us all. And I think there should be an expectation that this kind of thing never, ever happen again. It's interesting, though. And I'll be curious to see what happens in the coming days. Uh, The lawyer for the Samaroos says their clients have been through a very long, difficult ordeal. He hopes that the CRA, which is still pursuing the couple in the tax courts on the very same facts, will abandon that civil case. I guess we want to learn that the CRA has learned a lesson. We'll see whether or not they keep going after these people. How much worse does it have to get? How much more do the taxpayers have to pay out to people who have been victimized by the CRA? So it's pretty shocking that we'd be talking about a story where the CRA's conduct is so reprehensible that we have to award a million dollars in damages uh, to a couple who really have their lives ruined. 974-8255 is our number. We've got a lot more to get to in the program today. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.